0: I-V-M Hi, I'm Utsav, a behaviour researcher by training and a slow traveller by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where, but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow travelling the less explored parts of the world. Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, on the auspicious occasion of Diwali, I bring to you the story of the Ramayana or the story of 300 Ramayans and what it means to reclaim India's linguistic heritage. If you grew up in the late 1980s in India, specifically between 1987 and 88, there was An inescapable phenomenon. Every Sunday morning, you would see people hurry up with their weekend chores. As the clock was about to strike 10, vendors and shopkeepers shut down their shops and pretty much everyone was indoors. Anyone who had a colour television saw their house transform into a veritable mela, with neighbours and relatives all congregating. If you do not believe me, ask your parents. Such was the cult of India's most famed epic, Ramayana. But here is a story from the Ramayana I reckon you must not have heard. One day, when Ram was sitting on his throne, his ring fell off. When it touched the earth, it made a hole in the ground and disappeared into it. It was gone. Ram said to Hanuman, Look, my ring is lost. Find it for me. Now Hanuman can enter any hole, no matter how tiny. He had the power to become the smallest of the small and larger than the largest thing. So he took on a tiny form and went down the hole. He kept tumbling down and suddenly he fell into the netherworld. The women down there exclaimed, Look, a tiny monkey! It's fallen from above! They caught him and placed him on a thali. The king of the netherworld liked to eat animals. So Hanuman was sent to him as a part of his dinner along with his vegetables. Hanuman sat on the platter, wondering what to do. While this was going on in the netherworld, Ram sat on his throne on the earth above. The sage Vashishth and the god Brahma came to see him. They said to Ram, We want to talk privately with you. We don't want anyone to hear what we say or interrupt it. Do we agree? All right, said Ram. We will talk. Then they said, lay down a rule. If anyone comes in as we are talking, his head should be cut off. It will be done, said Ram. Who would be the most trustworthy person to guard the door? Hanuman had gone down to fetch the ring. Ram trusted no one more than Lakshman. So he asked Lakshman to stand by the door. Do not allow anyone to enter, he ordered. Lakshman was standing at the door when sage Vishwamitra appeared and said, I need to see Ram at once. It's urgent. Tell me, where is Ram? Lakshman said, don't go in now. He's talking to some people. It's important. What is there that Ram would hide from me, said Vishwamitra? I must go in right now. Lakshman said, I'll have to ask his permission before I can let you in. Go in and ask then. But I can't go in till Ram comes out. You will have to wait. If you don't go in and announce my presence, I'll burn the entire kingdom of Ayodhya with a curse said Vishwamitra. Lakshman thought, if I go in now, I'll die. But if I don't go, this hot-headed man will burn down the entire kingdom. It's better that I alone should die. So he went right in. Ram asked him, what's the matter? And Lakshman said, Vishwamitra is here. So send him in. So Vishwamitra went in. The private talk had already come to an end. Brahma and Vashishth had come to see Ram and say to him, your work in the world of human beings is over. Your incarnation as Ram must now be given up. Leave this body, come up and rejoin the gods. That's all they wanted to say. But Lakshman said to Ram, Brother, you should cut off my head. And Ram said, Why? We had nothing more to say. Nothing was left. So why should I cut off your head? Lakshman finally said, You can't do that. You can't let me off because I'm your brother. There will be a blot on Ram's name. You did not spare your wife. You sent her to the jungle. I must be punished. I will leave. Lakshman was an avatar of Sheshnag the serpent on whom Vishnu sleeps. His time was up too. He went directly to the river Sarayu and disappeared in the flowing waters. When Lakshman relinquished his body, Ram summoned all his followers, Vibhishan, Sugriv and others and arranged for the coronation of his twin sons, Love and Kush. Then Ram too entered the river Sarayu. All this while, Hanuman was in the netherworld. When he was finally taken to the king, he kept repeating the name of Ram, 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 Ram. Then the king asked, Who are you and why have you come here? And Hanuman said, Ram's ring fell into a hole. I have come to fetch it. The king looked around and showed him a thali. On it were thousands of rings. They were all Ram's rings. The king brought the thali to Hanuman, set it down and said, Pick out your Ram's ring and take it. They were all exactly the same. I do not know which one it is, said Hanuman shaking his head. The king said, There have been as many Rams as there are rings on this thali. When you return to earth, you will not find Ram. This incarnation of Ram is now over. Whenever an incarnation of Ram is about to be over, his ring falls down. I correct them and keep them. And now you can go. This is just one of the many stories in the Ramayana. And this is just one of the many Ramayans which exist in the world. Even the famed rendition of the Ramayana, which was aired on television in the 80s, derived the story from Valmiki's Ramayana Tulsidas's Ramcharitmanas, Tamil Kam Ramayan, Marathi Bhavarth Ramayan, Bengali Tutivas Ramayan, Telugu Shri Ranganath Ramayan, Kannada Ramcharit Puranam, Malayalam Adhyatma Ramayan, and even an Urdu Ramayan by Chakbast. However, in 2008, a strange controversy erupted. The Akhil Bharti Vidyarthi Parishad demanded that an essay by A.K. Ramanujan titled 300 Ramayanas be taken down from the Delhi University syllabus. They claim that the essay said there was not an original Ramayana and there were many different tellings of it. While the faculty persisted in 2008, eventually in 2011, the essay was removed from the curriculum. But before we consider the actual contents of the essay, let us listen to what Valmiki, the author of the earliest known Ramayans, has to say. (laughs) Yavat sthasyanti mahitale what you just heard was from Kand, the second Sargam and the 36th Shlok from Valmiki's Ramayana. The Shlok translates to, As long as mountains and rivers exist and flourish on this earth, so long the legend of Ramayana will prevail in this world. The fact is that even 300 Ramayans is a gross underestimation of the epics of Ram. I can almost guarantee you that if you travel to any part of South or Southeast Asia, you will find the Ramayan in the local language. Just to give you a sense of the breadth of languages, here is a sample list. Anamese, Balinese, Bengali, Cambodian, Chinese, Gujarati, Javanese, Kannada, Kashmiri, Khotanese, Laotian, Malaysian, Marathi, Oriya, Prakrit, Sanskrit, Santali, Sinhalese, Tamil, Telugu, Thai and Tibetan and here is the view of someone who has herself read multiple tellings of the ramayana hari anant hari katha ananta sanskrit Bhashami mein ram katha ko aadhar banakar lagbhag 25 granth likhe sanskrit Bhashami mein rachit valmiki ramayana sarvadhik pramanik mahakavya hai ab french bhasha mein paumcharyo ki rachna hui to prakrit bhasha mein paumcharyam granth ko विशेष प्राप्त राम कथा भारतीय जनमानस के मन प्राणों में कुछ इस प्रकार रची बसी कि भारत के भिन्न-भिन्न भाषा भाषी कवियों और साहित्यकारों ने राम कथा को अपने-अपने रंग में रंग डाला राम कथा बन गए। The voice you just heard is someone who wrote her PhD thesis on how nature was depicted in multiple Ramayans across the Indian subcontinent. She undertook this research in 1981 85, and for the academically inclined, it was titled, Ram Kavya Parampara Me Prakati Chitran. I had ready access to this scholar because she happens to be my mother. Growing up, for me, the question of one original Ramayan did not exist, simply because it did not matter. The Jain tellings of Ramayan do not have Ram carrying Hindu values. The Jain texts expressed that Ravan has been demonized by the Brahmins and has been made into a villain. And even the Jains have multiple Ramayan texts, one in which Sita is the daughter of Ravan, and the story has a completely different trajectory. The Valmiki and Kampan versions have two very different tellings of the story of Ahilya and Indra. In the Kannada version, the narrative of Sita's birth is completely different as she is born out of a sneeze. There is even a tribal version called the Bheel Ramayan. And the famed Lakshman Rekha episode is not even mentioned in the Valmiki Ramayan but actually comes from Tulsi Ramcharitmanas. Ram I could go on and on, and you could call out that I am cherry-picking versions which help me make my point. But here is the clincher. In several of the later Ramayans, such as the Adhyatma Ramayan from the 16th century, when Ram is exiled, he does not want Sita to go with him into the forest. Sita argues with him. At first, she uses the usual arguments. She is his wife. She should share his sufferings, Exile herself in his exile and so on. When he still resists the idea, she's furious. She bursts out Countless Ramayans have been composed before this. Do you know of one where Sita does not go with Ram into the forest? That clinches the argument and she goes with him. And as nothing in India occurs uniquely, even this particular motif appears in more than one Ramayan. And in that sense, every text of Ramayan is the meta text inspired by various other renditions. All over the world we are seeing the return of a virulent form of nationalism often ensconed within religion. The very state and non-state actors who choose to privilege a certain narrative of the sacred texts are often merely finding ways to consolidate their power rather than display a genuine interest in linguistic heritage. This Diwali I hope you see culture for what it is an infinite meta-rendition of bygone stories living and breathing within all of us. Wishing you all a very happy and prosperous Diwali. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM Podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel 42 on Instagram.